Hello friends, my name is Dave Miller. And I'm Nas Spain. And we're your fuck buddies. We are a dating and sex advice podcast where we take your sticky sexy situations and we turn them into sexy sticky situations. Simply put, we find questions either online or from our wonderful listeners on the topics of sex and dating and we answer them for you. You ready for some sex news, Dane? I guess? Sperm is being used to create an eco-friendly alternative to plastic. Cool. Now, the best part is in the comments of when I found this, uh, someone had linked. Do you remember there's like one song from Boner Jams about robots harvesting cum in the future? And it's this really like heavy metal, like epic dystopian song. No, not really. I'll send it to you later. But yes, a new eco-friendly plastic made from salmon sperm has been invented in China. It creates a squishy material known as hydrogel, which can be molded into different shapes and freeze-dried to remove moisture, which makes it solidify. They've already made a cum mug and various other things. And it, let, let me tell you, doesn't look great. Yeah, no, I mean, like, the just the phrase cum mug. Like, now, okay, I will say, if someone is trying to sell this in, like, a Walmart, not going to work. But if you're selling it at like a one of a kind sex show and you've just made a mug that says come mug on it, I think would be I think you would sell quite a lot of them. I think there's a market for that. But I think for your everyday average person, I don't think someone is going to be like, hmm, can't start my day without a big old come mug full of coffee, a fishy cum mug. Yeah, there's no there's no way you don't put hot liquid in there and it just leeches off some fish semen into your tea. You're like, wait, did I put milk in this? <laughs> Now, Dan, I'm going to send you a picture of this cum mug. And oh, tell me, good. does it not look exactly like you imagine it was going to look? He did send me... Christ! Jesus! <laughs> why? Why? I Look, uh, guys, I get it. Science, we've done a lot of science things. But I think it's Jurassic Park where they, you know, we, we always asked if we could, and we didn't ask if we should. But you're also forgetting nature finds a way. If we didn't do this, nature would. Yes, the salmon have been also like don't don't fish reproduce by like putting eggs and then just kind of spraying semen at it. Like they don't have sex, if I recall correctly. It is like a a drive by coming <laughs> is the way that that fish reproduce. So like, what are they doing to these poor salmon to get yeah. to get Fake enough eggs? semen? Fake eggs. Also, like, why salmon? Is there something about salmon semen that is more powerful than the, others? The whole thought process behind this of being like, like, hey, we should make stuff out of cum. And someone was like, yeah, but who's cum? And then someone was like, you know what? I feel like fish would be a good choice. <laughs> hey, are there any crazy bastards that like any fish that do weird shit? Someone's like, a lot of them. But hey, salmon swim upstream. Cool. Let's take their cum and do it. Like, what? Yeah. I would just be like, oh, cool. Like, let's pay teens i guess like who's who's producing the most cum who needs money young boys this is weird but you know (laughs) oh great here comes the segment where niall talks about young boy cum again well that's that's sex news that's upsetting i see the new material does have some limitations the fact they can be recycled using water alone means it would need to be kept dry while waterproof coatings could be added it makes it more difficult to recycle it could, however, be used for items like electronics. It needs to be kept dry anyway. And some forms of packaging, researchers believe. I'm sorry. So you're like, oh, hey, this thing devol- dissolves in water. You know what the best thing to make first would be a mug. A terrible. So for those who can't see the mug, and we'll hopefully post it if I remember next week, 
it, it looks like you left a bunch of tissue in your pocket and put it through the washing machine and then used the mangled, snarled tissue remains to fashion a mug. It looks like someone took your old cum and made a fucking mug out of it. <laughs> so there you go, Dane. Cool. There you really go. cool. I was going to talk about how it's, you know, the, the holiday season is upon us and how the festive season and sexmas is just around the corner. But no, you've sullied it with cum mug. Well, hey, if you're looking for a present for that special person, what could be more unique than a cum mug? <laughs> it's a great gift for someone you care about and also a great gift for someone you absolutely hate. That's the thing about fish. They're versatile, you know? <laughs> You can swim downriver or upriver. I mean, only very specific fish do that. Hey, Dane, shut your mouth. I'd say fish are actually pretty non-versatile. Hey, hey, shut your mouth. There's flying fish. There's fish that can go underwater. That's that's very versatile right there already. You ready for a question? Yeah. You ready? After yeah. my beautiful logic defeated you? Yeah. Uh, this is from... The, okay. This is from everywhere because it did the rounds. Writing Twitter was very upset about this. Okay. This was like written into an advice column, I guess, that was then co-opted and posted on Reddit. And then this person was ripped apart. Uh, My wife wrote a secret book. My wife is an accomplished author who holds down a full-time job in an unrelated field, mostly for the benefits. When we had our first child last year, we agreed she would pause her writing career. Something had to go with a new baby at home. Except it turns out she didn't pause it. She got a great idea for a new novel, wrote it secretly during her lunch at work, I'd sold it for $100,000. I feel so many things right now. It's hard to be mad at someone when they casually tell you your son's college education is paid for, and her lunch hour is technically hers to do with as she wishes, but she went against our deal. She could have been home an hour earlier every night this year if she hadn't done this project. When I think back on all the time she's been tired or grumpy, I now blame the book, even though it could have been just caring for a newborn. How do I trust her to keep to her word? How should I feel right now? Like a fucking idiot. (laughs) Yeah. The nice thing, and this isn't to disparage writers or anything, but like... Whoa, you'd be very careful what you say right now. Writing is something that you can do, like, as this person has demonstrated, in any free time that you have. You know what I mean? Like, if it's something that you're passionate about, you can find time to do it. It's not like she, you know, snuck off to, I don't know, like another state to do gigs while you were sleeping. You know what I mean? Like, as a musician. like, but Even like, then, it's like... No, you for know. sure. People shouldn't have to give up their their passions or their art or their hobbies or whatever. And like, yes, you are correct. Sometimes you do have to make sacrifices when you bring a child into the world where like, you know, things are going to change. But like this woman, I imagine, would be pretty capable of writing while the baby napped or while the baby was in a playpen in front of her. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. there are so many instances that she could have also been writing on the weekend or whatever, and not having to just write on her lunch break. It just makes no sense to me. So this idea that like, like, what did you give up? A hundred percent. Something had to go. Did it? Cause this clearly didn't, you didn't even know it was here for, for first things. But secondly, it's like, what the fuck did you give up? Like, are you just being like, well, my wife has to sacrifice something cause babies, that's a wife thing. Yeah. That's fucked. I mean, like even baby aside, like regardless, like if you guys moved in together or like there's a lot of that, that behavior of, oh, something has changed. We need either more money or someone has to get a new job or something. It's like, well, you know, I, I do this and you're doing that. So we have to make a decision of like, 
you know, which person has to cancel their like gym membership or something. And like the one partner always seems to lose out in that exchange. And I don't understand why people feel like it's necessary. Like you can usually find a way to maintain your life, albeit, uh, you know, with tweaks. So I don't understand why this guy is one, even upset and two, like had to think that something had to go in the first place. I feel like he's probably upset because it like emasculates him or something. You know what I mean? But also I just think he's a shit husband and I will draw your attention to the line. Her lunch hour is technically hers to do with as she wishes. No dude, it is factually hers to do with as she wishes. What the fuck? And then he says, could have been home an hour earlier every night this year. If she hadn't done this project, it's like, yeah, if she didn't take lunch. Yes. Like, you're like, oh, you tried to do a novel? Well, it would have been so much more important if you just never had a lunch break and then spent more time with either me or the baby. Like, what and presumably, the fuck? I'm going to go on a limb and guess that it's not him. It's yeah. so that you spent more time looking after the baby so I didn't have to. Mm-hmm, exactly. Like, is this guy working? Like, does he have a job? Because she's working two fucking jobs. Because let me tell you, writing is not easy, you know? Especially writing a book that you can spell for a hundred grand. Yeah, exactly. Um, So like this person's working two jobs, did another thing that took absolutely nothing away from you to the point where you didn't even know that it happened. And now you're bitching and moaning about it because what? She made your lives massively easier by giving you a hundred grand. Like, yeah, go fuck yourself, dude. Get over it. How should you feel right now? You should feel like a dumbass for ever posting this. This was the kind of thing you delete before it's made. Yeah, this you know? is something that, like, by the time you hit the final period and you read it back, you check for spelling and grammar, you'll be like, oh, hey, wait, this is nonsense. This yeah. is this is the stupidest thing I've ever written. In fact, it never should, have, never should have gotten as far as you even writing it down. If the thought ever crossed your mind, you should have been like, well, I'm an idiot. How do I trust her to keep to her word? Like, you're acting like she cheated on you or like she, you know, unveiled your darkest secret. You were saying, like, the baby needs to get looked after. And the baby still gets looked after. Either way, she was having her fucking lunch break. And if you want her to not have her lunch break, you're a piece of shit. Yeah, I would love to know what like this guy does outside. Like, because it never mentions like, oh, I'm also working. And, and like the, the whole idea of being him, him saying, oh, every time she was grumpy. Was that because of the book? Yeah. No, you also said what it was like. You guys are new parents to a newborn child. Mm-hmm. Oh, and she's working two jobs and not really getting a full lunch break. So Yeah, and also she's married to you, which yeah, I imagine honestly, is probably I'm, a fucking chore. I'm guessing that's probably it, really. Imagine working a full-time job and then coming home. Also, meanwhile, writing uh, apparently a very good book mm-hmm. uh, and getting home and then him being like, oh, it was such a hard day today. And this isn't, again, to disparage stay-at-home parents uh, mm-hmm. You know, I know, like, that's not an easy job either. In fact, I would probably much rather go to work, you know what I mean, than have to stay home and, and take care of a kid because that's that's exhausting work. But it, it's like it's the same coin, same side of the coin of like mm-hmm. they're working, you're working. So, you know, one person isn't doing more or less than the other. And in this case, she seems to be doing more. Yeah, and like imagine having to write in secret because your partner is that unsupportive. 
Like what should be happening is you get home from work. You're like, oh, I managed to write a bit on my lunch break. And your partner's like, oh, did like, did you get to take a break though? Like here, I'll make fucking dinner. Like you sit down and relax. You know what I mean? Or like, hey, I'll cover the baby and you can, you can go right for a bit. Like that's how you're a good fucking supportive partner. Not this weird, like we made a deal. You do not write. You cannot write. How dare you make us money? Sacrifice yeah. your lunch. The idea of like someone like in a perfect world or in a, a healthy relationship, it, it should have been like, hey, I have this really great idea for a book and I want to see where it goes. And the, the like, yeah, for sure. We'll make it work. Yeah. Boom, that's, that is- <laughs> that's how it should have been. Instead of, oh, we're having a kid. You can't write anymore. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how you think writing is going to fit into being a parent, but it won't. Absolutely not. No writer has ever had children. Well, that is true. She's the first she's the first mother mm-hmm. to ever write a book. But that's like and that's the thing. And like, hey, let's say the writing does interfere with things. Then you say like, oh, hey, you know, yesterday was really tough because I had to do all the, you know, the baby work. Can you fucking pitch in a little bit tomorrow? Boom. And then as a good partnership, like, yeah, I'm sorry. I got carried away. We'll yeah. fucking make it work. And then you make it work like that's it's so simple. This is the opposite of that, which is shut the fuck up and like, I don't know, fix yourself, son. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. You suck. Your wife sounds like a fucking hero. That's all I gotta say here. Um, this comes from Savage Cabbage. Ooh. Uh, I love that villain in D&D. 617, by the way. Uh, sexual drive lost due to breakup. I, a 17-year-old male, just got out of a three-year relationship that included sex. I was dumped, and my sexual drive has decreased, mainly due to depression, but I have little moments of being horny like crazy, but even when I try to do something with myself, I get really sad. I have no urge for the most part, and it's making me question myself. What should I do to keep myself mentally healthy in terms of my drive? Your drive's your drive, right? If you're not feeling it, I don't think you have to force yourself, and I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. I think it would probably be more harm than good if you tried to, like, Force yourself into something you're not feeling. You know what I mean? Like sex and pleasure are all very mental. So it's like if you're hurting over your relationship and you can't even masturbate, which to be fair, I don't personally understand, but that's cool. Like, fuck it. Focus on what you're sad about on moving forward and, you know, doing healthy things and getting over the breakup more so than that. And it'll it'll come literally and figuratively. I mean, yeah, you're, you're 13. You had this relationship when you were 14. At that age, we've talked about it before, everything is heightened. Everything feels like this is probably your first relationship, probably your first sexual partner. Mm -hmm. And the hormones that are in you right now are losing their mind. And you don't have the worldview or the the life experience to know that, like, this is probably going to happen again to you. And it's probably going to hurt a lot more as adult relationships uh, tend to develop a little bit more you know, get a little bit more ingrained high school relationships tend to be a little bit more surface level. Again, not to diminish what you feel or how you felt about this person. So yeah, man, like I get it. You you're sad and you're depressed. So take a second as Niall said to work through those feelings, because if you start, if you start thinking about like forcing your breaking through this wall of sadness that you have to masturbate, you might end up, really fucking up how you view pleasure and sex and masturbation. And the last thing you want to do is correlate depression and sadness with pleasure. Mm -hmm. And also like, 
then you're not dealing with your issues either, right? You're just kind of ignoring them so you can wank. Yeah. And that's like, let me tell you, it's not going to help. No. So like, I think a lot of people deal with breakups in one of two ways. They get either very, very sad or they're like, I'm going to fuck everything. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I, I think that is kind of like the two universal tactics of dealing with heartbreak. And you seem to be in the sad category. So really take a moment. <laughs> what? It's just the way you said it was like, it's just funny. <laughs> okay. It's just like, it almost sounds like a burn, you know, like, and you just seem to be in the sad category. Yeah. I mean, like you're, you're in the depression camp after a breakup and that's yeah, fine. Which is, Hey, that's exactly what they'd saying. Like, it is totally fine. Like you're, you should feel your feelings. You're allowed to, you know, it's, it's a thing that is upsetting. Like, and everyone's upset by this too. It's not just you. Like, look at any Taylor Swift song. She has a whole career about being upset about this. Look at Olivia Rodriguez. She's miserable. <laughs> yeah, like it's rare that people are like, "Hell yeah, we broke up." It's it's a pretty universally shitty thing to to go through. So maybe reach out to your friends and talk to them about it, and don't be afraid to be vulnerable about it. And you know, don't be afraid to to open up to people that you trust and care about. And and you know, talk it through, have it, have this sort of like dialogue and give yourself a moment to grieve, give yourself a moment to heal. And then I promise you that there's a probably a very, very good chance that your sex drive will come back to you once you get yourself in a, in a better headspace. Yeah. A hundred percent. And like, take this opportunity to, to better yourself. You know I mean? We said it before, but it's like, if you're kind of in this, you know, if you're down and you're kind of out, this is the perfect time to to get back to basics, to get build on yourself, you know, like put that energy somewhere, right? Go to the gym, pursue a hobby. You know what I mean? These are all things that are one, going to make you feel better Two, start to get your mind kind of like back on track. And three, they'll stand to you in your future relationships because people with hobbies are interesting. People who go to the gym are more fit, etc. You know what I mean? Like, but don't you dare even think about writing a book. Don't you fucking oh, dare. Don't. Although if you got a lunch break and you can, don't, 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 don't tell Dan I said this, but if you got a lunch break, you can slip it in there. He'll never know. He'll never know. I'll know until you sell it. Maybe start a hit like Olivia Rodriguez-esque singer-songwriter thing. Start crying because like you can't drive past her street anymore or something. <laughs> that's hey, that's driver's license. Is that a song? Have you do you not know Olivia Rodriguez? I know that one song that sounds like Paramore. Oh man, her first song is like how her and her like teen lover, and I'm that sounds weird, but they were teens together. Um, uh, well, here's the wanted, part of the show where now talks about <laughs> teen lovers. Uh, wanted to get their driver's license together, but then he dumped her, and now she has her driver's license. And instead of driving together, she just drives alone past his street. Damn, damn, damn! I'm a teen, and this was deep. And now, what Paramore song does that sound like? Uh, it sounds like pilot's license. <laughs> the classic Paramore song about yeah, about Haley Williams. Williams wanting to get a pilot's license with her boyfriend, and now she flies past his airbase. Uh, yeah, I mean, my man, take care of yourself. Focus on on the heart, and then worry about your dick after. You'll mm-hmm. be okay. It's not the end of the world, although it feels like it. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. There's also like no, you know, healthy or like healthy sex drive or whatever. You know what I mean? People's sex drives are wildly different. They rise, they fall. You know what I mean? It's 
you know, if you have kind of an ongoing issue, sure, go see a doctor. Maybe it's a, a hormone issue or something, but like you're young and you just went through something depressing and you said you're sad when you try to do it. And let me tell you, sad wanking ain't great for anybody. So you're good. Just try to get yourself okay with what happened and, and everything else will follow. But there's nothing abnormal about what's happening here. Are you ready? Yep. Yeah, let's, let's stay in the teen sphere. This is by It's Swabby. Is it weird for parents to go with me, 16-year-old male, on a date? Last night, they said that when I go on my date with a girl, which is tomorrow, they said they're going with me. I told them there's no reason for it, and it would be embarrassing. But they said it's normal. Am I right on my stance? Uh, I wish I knew what the date was, but... You know, I don't know. I don't think so. I think it's 16 years old. As long as you're not doing anything fucking wild, I think you should be allowed to go on a date with a girl with uh, a modest amount of privacy and independence. Now, Dan, that's basically you saying that there is some wild date that they should be allowed to go on, but only with parental supervision. I'd love to hear what that is. I don't know. Fucking bungee jumping. That. Yeah, I, I know that's not a 16 year old date and we both know it. You don't know. I do know. And I even then, it's like if you're a 16 year old and you can go and you can do a bungee jump, your parents shouldn't be there if it's a date. That's fucking weird. What if it's the parents bungee jump company? Then they go home early and you do it yourself. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> now, let's say, is he right in the stance? That's that's the driving question here. Yeah. Yes, of course. I, I think like my parents never i remember getting very very angry like when my dad picked me up on dates he would text me where he was in the parking lot and i would go and meet him there were like very few times where my mom would come pick and she would like walk up to the theater and be like hello everyone and it's like oh god mom come on (laughs) like again my dad would like tell me he's like i'll be there in 15 minutes and he was there in 15 minutes and I knew like when when that time was up, I was I say goodbye and I leave. Like I remember one time she came and picked me up at uh, probably my girlfriend at the time's house. And she like came and knocked on the door no, and like no. talked to their parent. I was like, mom, you're fucking killing me right now. You're actually murdering me. Now, do you think she did on purpose? No, my mom is just the sweetest person and is so happy it's to true. just talk to people. So mm-hmm. I think like in her mind, she she just wanted to say hello. And wasn't thinking that like she is the loveliest person I can confer as yeah. a third party. I think as like a, as a she didn't think of what she was doing to embarrass me or that what she was doing was embarrassing. But hey, let me tell you, as a teenage man, teenage boy, I, I was embarrassed. Yeah, I just feel like this cannot happen. And hey, if for some reason, by Dane's crazy logic, you are doing some book wild first date thing that you don't. Do something simple. You could just be without your parents because you know what? That's not going to work. That person will laugh about this a long time later. Hopefully you'll be able to too, or this will be like that needle in your psyche that starts your dating career off to a terrible, terrible course. That's, I think that's what you need to explain to them. You need to set them down and be like, Hey, look, I'm 16 years old. Uh, If you're okay with me dating, which you should be, then I think you need to also trust me to, go on dates by myself. And, you know, like most kids have cell phones at these times. Be like, I will check in with you every hour or something. You know what I mean? You figure out whatever works for them and be like, I will text you, let you know that I'm okay and where we are and what we're doing. But I don't like it. I will be so uncomfortable and so nervous and, you know, so embarrassed that like this date won't go well. If you come on this date, you will ruin it for me. Mm -hmm. 
and you need to do it in not like a teenage way of being like you ruin everything and like <laughs> but actually you just ex- asshole you're not yeah. my real mom you need I to hit explain you it calmly and and logically and be like look i'm very nervous about this first date and it is it is my first date I, is it a first date yeah yeah so be like i don't need you guys lurking over my shoulder, making me more, more nervous about this. If you're worried about my safety, here are the things, like, let's talk about things that I can do to put those worries to to rest. And even if it is something, it's like, you know, maybe you guys go down in the basement and watch a movie together at your house so that they mm-hmm. know you guys are safe. You know what I mean? If that's the case, do that. Or if you're going to a movie, like, be like, hey, I'll text you the, the theater. Like, you'll know where I am at the theater. You can come pick me up and you can drop me off. Like, figure out something that works that puts their mind at rest and, but be like, you're not, I no, you're not sitting behind me at the theater or you're not sitting at the table over next to me at the restaurant. Like absolutely not. Mm-hmm. And the thing is now I've delved into the comments and this is funny considering what we just talked about. He waited five months to ask her out after they talked about it. Cause he wanted to get his driver's license first. So he could take her out. So he, oh. he, they trust him to fucking drive. What, what did they not trust about this situation? And I don't think there's any harm in asking like, you know, what, like, what is it that makes you feel like you need to come along? You know, sex. What I mean? Well, you're tell them you fucking... still do it if they come. And then they definitely <laughs> won't. Hey, you think you watching me is going to stop me from fucking this woman? <laughs> Look at my Pornhub history and tell me if that checks out, mom. Yeah, I'll, I'll make eye contact with you, dad. I, <laughs> I will look at you while I finish. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like that's you something know, you want to be a part of, dad. If it's sex, just be like. I don't know. And also the fact that you've told them you're going on a date. Like, I love that. That's a pretty cool kind of level of like openness and honesty as a kid. I didn't fucking tell my parents shit. You know what I mean? It's just like I was out with friends all the time. Some of those friends I was fucking. Some of them I was drinking with in parks. You know what I mean? It was it was not an honest situation. And, you know, the fact that you have this, it seems really shitty that they're now fucking you over and like not honoring that honesty. You know, it's exactly that because you know what guess what next time he has a date he's gonna be like hey i'm gonna go hang out with mark mm-hmm. yeah, and and then you have no idea where he is you yeah. don't know who he's with and you have like you know what i mean like so you've now like opening this just makes it more unsafe yes because he no longer trusts you he's not going to tell you the truth and you're gonna have no idea what's going on in his life either so and if you get upset about like oh like if this becomes a thing and something does go wrong on the date he's not gonna want to call you because he's going to get that well we told you. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it's you've sullied the well. The well has been shat upon. My parents always told me, uh, like, it literally probably every time I ever went out as a teenager. And honestly, even as an adult now, they always told me, they were like, no matter what happens, you can call us. And that was like them saying like, because they're like, we would rather come pick you up in the middle of nowhere while you're fucking hammered than you get in a car with someone who's also drunk. Mm-hmm. And my parents made it very clear from like day one that like, no matter what's happened, no matter how embarrassed I am or how much trouble I think I might get in, they will be there to get me and to not rely on like an unsafe way home or whatever. And I think like that, and let me tell you, I didn't drink until I was 22. You know what I mean? And, and it's not, there was, I didn't have any need to like rebel. I didn't have any need. Like, so I always felt like if I wanted to drink, I could, I never wanted to. But that's a, like you just foster a a, a a relationship of trust, and your your kid will be better off for it. 
mm-hmm. as opposed to being like, I'm going to watch every move you make. Cause that just means they're going to, you're going to teach your kid how to be sneaky. Yeah. Like me. Look at Niall. I was drinking since I was 13. That's terrible. So talk to your parents, ask them why they don't trust you or what they think is going to go wrong. And like, again, like Dane said, don't devolve into teen angst and, and an argument and Hey, I get it. I get that's very easy to do. So yeah, my thoughts go with you here, but try your best. And like, you know, let them know, be like, look, I've been honest with you. I'm telling you about this. Like I'm trying to do everything right here. And like, I just know it is going to be terrible and embarrassing and awful. If you come with me, it's like, the thing is these parents can't be that old. Right. Like, unfortunately we've gotten to a point where people, you know, not that much older than us. How old is he? 16. Yeah. He's a 16 year old. I mean, you know? yeah, they, they could be my age. Yeah, they could be Dane's age. And like, it would have been weird back when Dane was a kid if this happened too. So it's not like they're from some other era where like everybody, you know, maybe it's a cultural thing. I don't know. But either way, they should have enough wherewithal to know this is fucked up. So, you know, talk to them. It could be one of those things where they're not all that serious, but kind of are. And like, once you talk, they'll have to acknowledge it. But like, you know, if it doesn't work, you could always hang out with Mark. Yeah, I would love to like one of my moves would totally be like, cool. Like, did your parents go on your dates? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, you didn't tell your parents. You snuck out of the house yeah. to meet up with your girlfriend. Oh, OK, cool. Cool. I didn't know that was an option. No, I won't <laughs> tell you next time. Let's yeah. see how they fucking react to that. Oh, my Google was recording me when I said that. It was like, you're going to sneak out. Eh? <laughs> not my watch. You're not going fucking anywhere. It's like that demon seed movie. Uh, there's some like movie about an AI robot that falls in love oh, with like you. Sorry, I think you're misremembering. It was salmon seed. <laughs> the seed of a salmon. I'll never let you leave. Because you're stuck to your own mug and you can't leave with a cum mug yeah. just warping in your hand. Uh, this comes from Reddit user Summertime. Best friend matched and spoke with a guy I was dating on Hinge. Do I have a right to be mad? So I had my first date with this guy from Hinge two weeks ago. Had a great time. We organized date number two towards the end of the date. Afterwards, I called my friend and about it and telling her how I was really into him. And how we kissed and I had gone back to his place, but nothing further happened. I had sent her photos of him prior to the date to get her opinion on him. And she seemed super happy for me. I told her we would have, we had a second date lined up and that I would let her know how it went. Fast forward to next weekend, the Saturday night, which happened to be the day before I was seeing him for date number two. She messaged me saying, Hey, did you end up meeting with this guy? Do you mind if I went on a date with him and sends me a photo? We matched on hinge and are chatting. I replied saying, are you serious? And I haven't spoken to her since, nor has she apologized. All she's done is act like nothing's wrong and has continued to message me about random other things. Uh, Nothing at all against the guy for messaging other girls on Hinge. He can do what he wants as we've only gone on one date. However, am I overreacting? It's completely shady for my friend to have done that. Well, first, let's applaud the fact that she's not pissed at the guy for talking to other people on Hinge because, you know. Right. When I read this question, I was like, uh, and I was like, oh, okay, you're you're mad at the friend and not the guy. Mm hmm. Because, you know, that's how it works. He doesn't fucking know this person's your friend, presumably, yeah. unless all the pictures are of you two together. Yeah, maybe he just thinks he matched with you again. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Now, I would like I'm giving the friend a little bit of leeway here because, yes, you said, oh, you talked to this guy and you sent her pictures and all this shit, right? The person probably looked at the pictures and were like, oh, cool. And like, didn't really pay attention to them. You know what I mean? Especially if this happened before you guys went on a date. And then after you went on this date, you just kind of mentioned that you like you did well with a guy, like depending on how many people you're dating, 
they might not have put two and two together. You know, well, they might, not, might not remember she, the photos from before. She asked specifically, did you go on a date with this guy? Well, yeah, which that's what I'm saying. That happens later. So she might be like, oh, I recognize him or whatever. Or she might not know it's the same guy. Like, that's all I'm saying is like, do you ever have like, you know, when friends fucking tell me shit, unless they have very clear, like, you know, descriptions of the person, like the puppet guy or acrobat girl, you know what I mean? It's like, it's very hard to keep track of who's dating who, because I don't give a fuck because they don't exist yet. Yeah, but you it's rather like we send pictures. True. But if you sent me a picture, I would probably be like, oh, yeah, they're hot. And like wouldn't necessarily recognize them even that day if i swiped on them you know what i, th- I mean i think i would I think, yeah but like I a think, week later yeah if you really? sent me a picture of someone and then i came across like that exact same picture from their like with their name presumably because it was like a screenshot of like their profile mm-hmm. i would i would put two and two like i would be like okay yeah this is the same person you just sent me if it was like that week maybe or like that day, maybe that week, uh, two weeks later, probably fucking not. Again, unless this was like the one and only time you like dated someone. Yeah. Right. But if you've like sent me five that month, I probably wouldn't know. And the thing is, the girl did message and go, hey, did you date this guy? Which, you know, could very well be like sneaky, snarky, like, oops, like look at me absolving myself of whatever. But at the same time, if she was unsure... Is this not exactly what you should do? So this is, yes, this is my point is all you said was, are you serious? And she could have with text, all that could have mean is like she was, you were being joke. Like, are you serious? Can be something very serious mm-hmm. or very, very comedic. You 100%. Know what I mean? She could have been like, oh, okay. Of course. No, you wouldn't have dated this guy because you know, you know what I mean? Like that's how she could have read it. Been like, you could have been like, are you serious? I wouldn't date that guy. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Or like, are you serious? You don't know the guys I've dated or are you serious? We were talking about a different guy or like, it could be anything. Yeah. So it's like this person, you know, they ask you a question. If they're being a fucking snake, you know, what's a very easy way to shut this down. You say, yeah, that's the guy I'm dating. I actually wouldn't like if you did that. Right. And then they have two options and it's to back the fuck off and back the fuck down or be a shit friend, at which point that's your decision made for you. Whereas now you're in this weird gray area of like shitness where you don't really know where they're coming from. They don't really know where you're coming from. It's probably going to seep into your relationship with this guy because now you don't know what they're doing. And the whole situation is just kind of murky. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where you and like the fact that she's still like sending you t- and talking to you normally. I I don't think she got the hint. So like the onus on is on you at this point where and, your friend has been like, hey, did you see this guy? Did you end up going on a date with this guy? And your answer should have been like, yes, I had a great time. He was the one I texted you about the other day. Because mm-hmm. that's the thing. Like they could be innocent. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm not going to throw them under the bus. It's possible they're also being shitty, but, like, if they are being shitty, you've given them enough gray area to go with it, you know? Yeah, I mean, yes. So you definitely need to be very clear and be like, hey, yes, I'm actually really into this guy, and I would prefer if you didn't. I Like, you and I have actually been in the situation where, where we have both been interested in the same person, and we've been hanging out with that person, and you've texted me, been like, hey, is, like where do you stand on this person is it cool and i've been very specifically like actually like i am actually really into them yeah at Uh, which point i did nothing so there you go like it's that easy like that's how that's how friends work and it's not i want to make it very clear that it's not like a bro code or any of that kind of thing it should just be a mutual respect for like one another like if you know that your friend is into someone you shouldn't pursue them Mm -hmm. that's not to say that like if you guys are both interested in someone and someone has reciprocated feelings towards you 
that you need to be like, no, actually, my friend saw you yeah. first. You know what I mean? Like that's the thing. Like dibs isn't a thing. This isn't fucking dibs. It's just like being aware of other people's relationships. And it's like, you know, even if you're into this guy, your friend also had like they have a deeper relationship with this person. They've been on dates. They've talked to you about them. You had all this prior knowledge. So it's like you should step aside. You should be a good friend. You know what I mean? Like they have a like they have more in this scenario, you know? Yes, because at this point in time, there's no onus on the dude because he doesn't know that you guys are connected. Because, like, at the end of the day, I think that, like, if if this guy's a, a cool dude, if it was me at least, and I was hanging and you were like, oh, yeah, you actually matched with my friend, I'd be like, oh, yikes, cool. And I would probably chill on that other person because, I, you know what I mean? Like, it, it makes no sense to probably implode two relationships as opposed to focusing on like the one I'm actually really enjoying. Cause yeah, like, cause it's not going to go well, no. no matter how you do things, you know what or, I mean? Like best case, or it could go very well. <laughs> yeah. Every now and then you got to slide in a, well, feel free to invite them. Wink face, wink face, just joking. Lol. But am I, LOL. And that's, you know, that's just guy code. That's guy code right there. <laughs> hey, um, but don't yeah, get a threesome if you don't ask for it, it's true. It's true. Um, so you know, be clear. There's you've nothing to gain by being like, you know, vague and petty and bitchy kind of like behind the scenes and being upset like this is going to ruin your friendship. Whereas like if you were clear, you know, things get kind of cut and dry. It's like if they then go out and date this person, then you probably shouldn't be friends with this person. They don't give yeah. a fuck about you. Whereas right now, if they do, they could turn around to you and be like, oh, I thought you meant like, are you serious? Like, of course I wouldn't like, oops, yeah. you know, and they have all this kind of like gray area to hide in that like, you know might even be honest you know that's the worst part so don't let this happen be specific you're fucking friends you should be able to communicate yeah 100 yeah the the message should have been like yes i did i, I went on a date with him and i really like him and i'm seeing him tomorrow mm-hmm. like, you can even just be like that's the guy i told you about remember i sent you his picture and she you know like just just be clear like this vagueness doesn't get anybody anywhere yeah all right hit me with your super funny question it's probably not going to be as funny, but this is by FXVP. And don't worry, we're going to get some solid seduction comments in this one. I'm new to this. I have a question. Masks? How the hell are you cold approaching with masks on? They freak the fuck out. They can't see I'm smiling. I'm a complete beginner. Go easy on me. That's it. They freak the fuck out. <laughs> hey, man, what kind of mask are you wearing? Just they, like a fucking Jason mask. They freak the fuck out. <laughs> but you're like, oh, hey, hey, girl. <laughs> like, I, damn. Yeah. Like, okay. So, yeah. How do you, how do you call the approach with a mask on, Dane? I talk to probably like, uh, I, I would say like 25 strangers a day at work. Uh, I see probably hundreds of people a day at work. And I'm wearing a mask the entire time. They're usually wearing a mask for most of it as well. I've, I don't think I've freaked anyone out. I don't think I've ever freaked out because they're wearing a mask. Everybody is wearing a mask. So there is something else that you are <laughs> doing that is unnerving to them. Because if if a mask weirds them out, I get, hey, guess what? They're having a really, really hard two years. <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing. Everyone's wearing masks. Everyone's interacting. Like when you go to the grocery store and you're like getting your shit rung up by a cashier who's wearing a mask and you're wearing a mask, no one's screaming and clawing at their face. Like it's a pretty normal thing by now. And guess what? It was even when it began. You know what I mean? Like this didn't really change interactions. 
So maybe look at the fact that you're fucking cold approaching people and just stop. Now, however, we do have some maybe better advice in the comments. Okay. Just when you get up to them, just take your mask off. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Damn. Why didn't I think of that? I'll do it in the grocery store, too, so they can hear me. Um, How about this? This is underground fucker. (laughs) Men with masks are less attractive. Women look at it like submissive man and weak. Plus, it make you look shy. When I approc women, I never use mask. If you're afraid of virus, don't get to clothes or stay home and use social media to pick girls. If you realize masks that your seductive game weaker, then you know the answer. P.S. Don't approach women using masks. They are avoiding virus and won't get new relationships. And it's hard for you to know if she's ugly. Good luck. Nice. Pretty cool. This is a whole new camp of anti-mask rhetoric that I I didn't Mm -hmm. even think about. That's the thing. We were like, damn, it collapses your lungs and gives you panic attacks. But like, fuck, you also can't game, bro. Yeah, Um, this this is cool. This is a really cool thing to man. COVID just ruined everything, huh? Even (laughs) even fucking cold approaching women. I love what kind of world is it where I can't harass a woman doing her shopping? (sighs) This is I hate it. I hate it so much on so many levels. Yeah. My here, my actionable advice for you is one: stop cold approaching women. It fucking yes. sucks. No one wants it. Two: this is just a life lesson for you as a person who has to wear a mask on a semi regular basis nowadays. Learn to smize, <laughs> right? Get those. You if you if people can't tell you're smiling through your eyes, you're smiling weird. <laughs> yeah. Also, like maybe it's the fact that they have to look him in the eyes, and now his like fake practice smile. Like, you can see he's just cold eye shark staring you in your soul. You know, because yeah, there's, the there's so much thing... falsehood in in cold approaching and all this bullshit that, like, you know, when he pauses those three seconds to laugh, you can see his eyes never change. You know? No, you can see them frantically counting the seconds. <laughs> True. Yeah, if the only thing on your face that changes when you smile is your mouth, uh, you're... You might be a murderer. You're probably very scary unless of course you have a physical disability that has like a, a facial paralysis thing i'm not trying to throw you under the bus but if you have full range of motion of your face and the only thing that's moving when you smile is your mouth you're probably very very unnerving that's, yeah. a, that's a scary thing to think about because i'm i'm trying to do it right now in my room and uh and I, I i'm scaring myself i can't yeah, I see my face i don't like it i like, yeah yeah. The thing is, I can tell when people are fucking smiling because your entire face moves and you can still kind of see shapes through the mask. So either way, the mask isn't the fucking problem. Don't take it off. Stop harassing women in public and like just chill. Get one of those really cool like uh, masks that have like the window, the mouth window so people mm-hmm. can see. Uh, yeah, because those are real great. I'm not talking about like an actual hole. I'm talking about like the the ones that people use for... Uh, uh, in like deaf communities and stuff. So they can well, read lips. Do you know what I'm get, talking about? Get one of the, uh, like get a custom printed mask and the custom print is just your face smiling, right? Yeah. So yeah. you can wear your smile and then you don't even need to. So I'm like, I'm saving your face some effort. Yes. At the end of the episode, you know what we like to do. We like to go on online dating platforms, peruse profiles such as uh, Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, and seek out some red flags and some, some, some good ones, green flags, in an effort to make your online dating experience a little more enjoyable. Now, I'm going to hit you with one that was posted on the Tinder Reddit. 
um, asking for suggestions and advice. Okay. It's a young man whose name is not here. And he has, there's like nine pictures. I'll get into the pictures in a sec. But he says, about me. I enjoy martial arts. I'm a second Dan in Taekwondo. Let's go watch dumb YouTube videos. Future star- astronomer and Norwegian heritage. If you want to know how tall I am, you have to tell me an embarrassing fact. Like tongue emoji. I'm not looking for hookups or anything. I'm looking for something genuine. Okay. I actually don't mind that. Right? That's a that's a pretty good profile. I like that they're playing a uh, a game with the height thing. Cause... That's pretty playful. And I think like they're actually quite tall as well. So it's like they're not... Like, it's not an insecurity thing as well, which yeah. I think is, is nice. Um, but even if it was, it's like the whole height thing is bullshit anyway. So, yeah, I'm uh, I'm into it. Now, I would say the Norwegian heritage thing. It's like it, there's probably a more exciting way to say that. You know, if it's like I can speak Norwegian or like, you know, I can make a Norwegian dish or some shit. You know what I mean? Like if you're just because I think they're they say later on in the comments that they are American. And it's just like they're descendant were, of Vikings. Yeah. There we go. That one's fun. I just feel like no one really cares unless there's a point to it. And it's like, if you say you can make a fucking Norwegian dish, that's exciting because it's like, oh, make me that dish. If you say Norwegian heritage, I don't think anyone cares. Yeah, you'd be surprised. Like literally everyone fucking puts their ethnicity and heritage on. So like, I don't think it's enough to. I just think you could make it more exciting is what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, Now he does have pictures. Four of them are in his gi practicing karate with nunchucks cool one is him in his living room uh or his bedroom with like also with nunchucks holding a uh like a tom not a tomfa a fucking like a a stick basically across his face i forget what they're called okay like a Um, stick almost yeah exactly so five of the nine are are very heavily martial arts related also and then there's like a few of them just kind of like chilling so i would maybe tone down the karate ones is what i'm saying Yes, I would pick one very cool one, maybe like you smashing some boards, you know? There's a very cool one of him doing a kick. There you go. I think that is like you have it in your profile, have a picture to confirm that you are actually Karate Man um, and leave it at that. Because like I think what Niall is suggesting is the more you present on your profile but one thing, the more it seems like you are just that one thing. 100%. Like, like one or even, yeah, one, if you've nine pictures, two isn't unreasonable, but like one is perfect, I think. Cause like, oh, that's really cool and interesting. And then you see the rest of you and you're fleshed out. If you have five pictures in a row of karate, you're going to look like one of those mall ninja guys. Yeah. And also, I don't know how many women are super thrilled to see another dude with weapons. Yeah. Right. Like, I, I think. I think we could leave that at the door too. Uh, karate is one thing, or like, you know, martial arts is one thing to, but also to be like, I have a ton of weapons is that's a red flag for me. That's actually a very good point. But yeah, so, you know what? What do you give it? Um, if, if we tone down uh, from a base, I'm going to say it is a solid, like seven or eight mm-hmm. uh, or, or sorry. Right now I'll say it's a six or a seven. If, we tweak the the pictures and, and remove some of the, the, the weapons and the martial arts from it. I think we get up to a solid eight. Yeah. And you know what? That's pretty damn good, especially considering the ones we see in here a lot. So, you know, new to the dating game and you're scared to post, but you shouldn't be because you're doing a pretty damn good job. So go you. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, this is dream. Fun girl. Smiley emoji. 100% real. Snapchat slash Instagram. Easy to talk to. Your discretion is assured. They're not real at all, are they? No, that's the they're, second they're anyone. Not, they're not real at all. Not even one bit. 
the second someone says they're 100 percent real i <laughs> immediately become a captcha you know what i mean i become a hu- i become a human captcha and be like oh you're gonna have to point to three fire hydrants before i believe you <laughs> yeah no that's a zero this person hey if they are real they're going about the wrong way mm-hmm. zero are you also giving the zero i uh, guess um okay let's do this this is cassandra Tattooed, reflective, writerly type, getting over words and looking to commune in moans and whimpers instead. Seeking cuties with a kinky side or amused to inspire sleepless nights. Like space, snacks, nihilism, dislikes, deciding where to eat. Was this a man or a woman? It is a woman. Okay. I don't know why that changes things, but I think the language would have... You know what? I think if you say you're a writerly type, getting over words and looking to commune in moans and whimpers, and you're a guy, you seem like a douchebag. Yes. I think if you're a girl, it's like a little hot. <laughs> it's a, a little sexier. When, yeah, I think a little a little less douche chilly mm-hmm. and a little more like, okay. At the same time, I think it is a little, little heavy-handed. Definitely but, still douchey. Yeah. Fucking well, writers, I, man. I bet you she writes on her lunch break and everything. Oh, fuck. Does she have a kid? Because that's a deal breaker for me. <laughs> Not that she has a kid, but that she's writing with a child. Oh, yeah. Something has to go. Something has to go, Dana. That's always got to be writing. If they were smart, it'd be the kid. All right, what? child, you're on your own. <laughs> Good luck. Mama got to write sci-fi. <laughs> I'm going to give it like a five. Okay. Yeah, it is a little much. Like, it seems, you know, like the I am very badass Reddit, it almost seems like I am very sexual. You know, it's like mm-hmm. you're trying very hard to seem sexual, which makes me feel like you're not. Yeah. I think I got six is yeah, a six. Um also I have a hard time believing that you're into nihilism if you're on to online dating. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like eh. um this is Shannon. She's twenty two. Just kidding. It's Shannon, Megan, and Quinn in order. Just three toxic girls looking for three toxic men to take advantage of our therapy sessions. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I feel about this. I don't know what it really means. I assume it's one Tinder account for three girls who want to find three men. It seems like a bad way to do it. No, no, I, I understand that part. But what does it mean by to take advantage of our therapy sessions? I assume it's meant to be like a daddy issues. Like, like oh, we need therapy. So I don't know, like after we're done therapy, we need to fuck or like feel better about ourselves or something. I don't know. It just sounds like they want someone to come in and like actually get therapy in their place. You know what I mean? Be like, we're going to take advantage of your therapy sessions. You're (laughs) you're paying for therapy. Hell yeah. We're in here. (laughs) Maybe. Uh, Yeah, it's weird. There's also better ways to go about this. Why would you make one profile for three people? Yeah, because the likelihood that three guys are sharing one Tinder account. (laughs) Hey. It's, uh, I would imagine, unheard of. Did I ever tell you about the time I went on a triple? Well, sorry, I didn't go on it, but I witnessed. I was actually on a date and right across from us, because it was like a circular bar. So on the other side of the bar was a three-girl like grouping who uh, all knew each other and had each brought a different guy off Tinder. So it was like a three-way date, but like it was very strange. Very um, strange. We spent our whole date watching them and like it was fascinating. I wonder if it's the same three girls. I'm really, really bummed. Well, they're 22, so I don't know how long ago this was, but it was definitely a while ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I'm bummed that the like that group Tinder thing. Do you remember that? Like the yeah. I don't remember what it was called, but that lasted for like a week. <laughs> I'm, I'm really bummed that we never like it didn't line up with like our our Sing- prime time our singleness of, yeah like i really feel like that could have been fucking hilarious 
It probably um, would have been garbage, but it would have been fun for sure. That's what I mean. Like, I, I don't think anything ever. Well, you know what? I don't know. I really don't know how it would have panned out for us. I think it could have been a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, I know it, it would have been fun one way or the other. Yeah. So, you know, um, but yeah, these these triple people, they're trying to make group Tinder happen and they're doing it the wrong way. I'm going to give it a two. Uh, yeah, I'm going to give it a two as well. I, also, I just don't like when people fucking say they're toxic. Yeah, also seems shit. The whole thing is very down on themselves. They're like, they're toxic. Take advantage of our therapy, which again, sounds very like we have daddy issues, which is like, seems like a real weird thing to say about yourself. Uh, this is Sam. People must think I'm a very strange person. This is not correct. I have a heart of a small child. It's in a glass jar on my desk. Oh, huh. I, it's kind of funny in a gross way, but is it? I feel like I would need to see their pictures to like gauge what level of like weird they are. And they're get, just your type of weird. I like that's specifically why I'm saying this. I feel like this is. And so I it's not a great pro like as a profile as as us hunting for red flags. I could give it a, like a two because it's not yeah. good. It's it doesn't tell you anything. Well, I think right? it tells you enough. Yeah, that's that's the thing. It does also tell you a lot. <laughs> but like, I don't know. I assume it's a quote. It's not. I don't know. It's probably just like an old like dead baby joke, which I think like for me, I, I fear that this is one of those people who feels that they desperately need to be so edgy and like think dead baby jokes are really funny because I don't have any filter. And that's. <laughs> It's that, not like, even a me, dead baby joke, though, really. It's no, like, I know. But like, you know what like I mean? Pun on like, oh, I have the heart of a small boy. Like, and you're like, oh, wow. Which also, I don't want to think of anyone I'm dating having the heart of a small boy. Thank you very much. You know, I think it would actually be less creepy if they did have it in a jar on their desk. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm I'm going to say it's a two. Yeah. But like with two as well. with some really hot spooky pictures, I could give it a nine too. I don't know. I, I just sent you one, so there you go. I know you're gonna say yeah. Yeah, it's a nine. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. Um, this is Ren about me. I'm blue. If I was green, I would die. Abadi, Abadai. Eiffel sixty-five. New to the city, same old titties. Tinder is terrible. Yeah. I don't know. I give up. Oh man, starts. Blah gets really good and then gets really bad. Yeah, new, new to the, the city, city, tame old titties. That's great. same, same old titties. Yeah, I, I know. I, I like okay. stumbled over my words. I like bit down on my own lip and just said a tame old. <laughs> uh, new to the city, same old titties. That's great. <laughs> Can that be yeah. our episode title? <laughs> uh, that's very good. But the like giving up and like misery at the end, blah. Matt, like at, you lose three points at least for that, maybe four. And then the Eiffel 65, it's like, I don't know why you're saying that. So it gets a five. Uh, yeah, the same old titty saves it. It's going to get a five as well. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. One, one more each. Oh, man, I got so many powerful ones. Um, all right, you know, I'll let you do the last two then. You sure? Yeah. Their name has been removed. Honestly. Oh, it, it is a guy, though. Honestly, I'm a mess. I'm traumatized, damaged, a little bit psycho, way too rich for my age, way too many female friends, I'm free as a fucking bird, always skip drama, have a serious hate for standard people, get way too much attention, and most of all, get bored really fast. Just don't fall in love with me and we'll all be fine. 
this is I, I would love to know who this works on. You know what I mean? Because I I'm sure it does. I'm uh, sure man. it does work I, on people. I need to live in a world where this doesn't work on people. Like I'm in my mind, it's never worked and I don't want to ever hear otherwise. And the thing is, there's a, there's a a sliver of me that believes that this man is telling the truth. (laughs) Hey, for some things, mass traumatized damage psycho. Sure. Way too rich for my age. Probably not. Way too many female friends. I believe it. it. I believe it, man. I believe this guy's probably like, you know, either inherited a shit ton of money or, you know, his parents gave him some investment properties and he's been able to make a, I, I believe it. There's a part <laughs> of me that believes that everything he's saying in here is true and well, that he just, is. Just don't fall in love with him. Just don't fall in love with him. Hey, get, don't more. worry, man. I, I don't even want to be in the same room as you. It's a yeah, zero. That's, that's a zero for me as well. All right. You got, you got two left. Pick one, mm-hmm. one or two. 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 Okay. This is Melanie. Open relationship, small biz owner, soon to be realtor, uh, bicep emoji, love meat, meat emoji, contrarian, weird face emoji, every feminist worst nightmare. Let's grab a drink and play some pool. I might even let you win. It's like, again, this is the same sort of energy where I'm like, this is working on someone, I'm sure, but I can't, I don't want to be a part of a community or society where... Women are like, hell yeah, I want to be with a contrary man who hates Oh, sorry, feminism. this is a woman. Oh. This is Melanie. Oh. A lady. Yeah, sorry. Every feminist worst. Oh, now I'm yeah. just confused. I know. I mean, I it's, guess that's the contrarian part, right? But even, well, let's let's deal with that. That's, I think that's a giant red flag. If it just says contrarian, ever. It's like, cool, you just disagree with shit for shits and giggles? Like, I can't wait till someone opens up about, like, you know, the time someone's racist towards them, and you go, "Mm, actually... Yeah, actually, do you know that white people are also discriminated against? Yeah, like, there is no benefit to be had in being against things for the sake of it. Yeah. You know, like, ever? You know what I mean? As someone who used to be a contrarian back in my uneducated, stupid youth days, mm-hmm. I can tell you right now there is no it. I, there was a there's a great article circulating around how Devil's Advocate has no actual merit because mm-hmm. all it does is give the wrong side ammunition to use. You know what I mean? Like when you argue on behalf of something you believe is wrong, your logic then gets put as ammunition in a side that you don't believe in. Mm-hmm. So if you're like, Oh, well actually here are these, here are these facts. You're pretty much just being like, here, Ben Shapiro talk, <laughs> a, talk about trans people. Yeah. It's garbage. And it's like, I think a lot of people, like I definitely have been in situations growing up where like someone says something and you're like, well, and like, you don't necessarily care about what you're talking about or believe your side, but it's like you win. Cause you have like this cool bit of, and it's, it's so shitty. Mm-hmm. And I remember I did it in a in a situation basically where someone was talking about something like that personally upset them. And like they kind of like were very kind to me and were like, why? Like this doesn't mean shit to you. So like why are you basically doing this for no reason when this means a lot to me and you're just being an asshole? But like very nicely to me. And I was like, yeah, yeah, you're 100%. I'm just being a dick for absolutely no reason. Um and I don't believe what I'm saying. And yeah, it, it was shitty. So it's just a really shit thing to be or do. So you're 33, Melanie. 
you should be over that shit and you definitely yeah. shouldn't be boasting about it. Yeah, because I was really hoping this was like a 19-year-old profile. Yeah, it's going to be a oh. zero for me. Yeah, it's definitely a zero. Uh, that's going to do it for our show. Thank you very much for hanging out with us. We are nearing the end of the the year. And hey, let me tell you right now, I'm pretty sure our last episode of the year is going to be episode 169. Ooh. Nice. I think. This is 166. So yeah, we'll get there, right? Oh, yeah, we will. 27th, 169. Do we have to revisit 69ing? We might We might have to do a, a 100 episodes later talk about the old 69. Nice. <laughs> um, if you would like to send us a question, we are looking for holiday-themed questions. It could be any of the wonderful winter holidays that we celebrate throughout the month of December and, and earlier and beyond. Um, or it could be Sexmas which is our own special holiday that is super sexy and has a lot more fucking than any other holiday. Um, you can hit us up on fbuddiespodcast.com and you can go to the contact form. You can choose your own agent name or we'll give you one ourselves if you'd like and ask us a question. We'll answer it as soon as we can. If you'd like to support the show, fbuddies.com and click the Patreon link and that'll bring you to our Patreon page, which gets you a free episode every month if you donate at the $7 level. Hell yeah. Um, I think we just released uh, our new Patreon. I guess it'll be four days ago, the new Pillow Talk, when you guys hear this. So if you haven't yet signed up to our Patreon to support your favorite boys, if you do that, you'll also get a brand new episode on New Year's Eve, as well as all the previous ones. Yeah, that's something to keep in mind. We'll do your little countdown for you. It'll be a sexy countdown. We'll rhyme every number we can with something sexy. Well... Uh, Spotify wrapped has told me that I believe it was 11 people listened to us on new year's Eve. That's actually awesome. Yeah. I love that. Um, but yeah. So if you want to support us, go to Patreon and uh, check us out there. We have a few tiers, uh, with some various, you know, things that you earn. I'm not going to get into them. I'm going to leave it a mystery, but we love you guys. And thank you, Josh Eagle and the Harvest cities for their song paper stars. Ready for some bad sex writing. Yeah. Now, you know, the way we dealt with Dan for a while, Mm-hmm. You know, and every now and then just like seduction kind of became a thing that like stuck around for a while and sadly still remains. I feel like Haruki Murakami, despite the fact that people <laughs> love him, he keeps popping up time and time again. I've never read his shit, but some people have told me he's great. And my God, do I just not believe it? This is from one of his books. Women are all born with a special independent organ that allows them to lie. All women tell lies and they lie about important things. They can still have a clear conscience and never lose sleep over anything they say. I mean, yeah, that's true. That's what the clitoris is. <laughs> yeah, the female orgasm is a lie. Yeah. <gasps> my name is Dave Miller. And my name is Lying Spain. <laughs> and we've been your fuck buddies. 